0: Have you ever felt so stressed that feelings of overwhelm and even fatigue make it super challenging for you to get through your classes, rehearsals, and even get to the studio? It's common for dancers to experience stress and for that stress to ultimately cause overwhelming fatigue. For obvious reasons, this doesn't help our performance. And today we're chatting about how to re-examine your fueling plan to ensure that it's supporting you. So even when stress does inevitably make its way into your day, we can navigate through it with more ease. Hi, I'm Rachel Fine. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist, specializing in all things related to food and nutrition for dancers. My work with dancers centers around helping them to learn how to utilize food in a way that is most supportive and not restrictive. It's super common for dancers to experience stress on any given day. Oftentimes dancers are balancing overbooked schedules. I know for the dancers that I work with, this often looks like balancing company classes, rehearsals, performances, and for some, adding the pressure of academic coursework or a side gig on top of this is the reality. And that's not all. The uncertainties of auditions and performance casting, definitely set the stage for a higher vulnerability to overwhelm and ultimately even burnout. But what is stress? In its most general form, stress encompasses the body's response to a specific change, whether this change be to your physical health, your mental health, or even your emotional health. A stressor might be a one-time temporary event or occurrence, or it can be more recurring. For dancers, there are two common sources of stress. The first is physical stress. Now, this is often missed by dancers, but the intense level of your dancing on a day-to-day imposes physical stress to your body from a pulled muscle, a stress fracture, but even the normal and subtle breakdown of microfibers in our muscles can technically be considered a form of stress on the body. The second common type of stress experienced by many dancers is mental stress. So the angst of an upcoming audition or placement exam is the perfect example. And these two sources of stress are non-mutually exclusive. In other words, they can coincide with each other mental stress about an upcoming audition, can lead to declines in focus and concentration, can indirectly lead to challenges with sleep and with eating, further continuing to cause declines in concentration and focus, ultimately exacerbating a dancer's risk to physical stress or injury. How does stress affect a dancer? Well, all of our bodies are wired to respond to stress in a variety of ways. In fact, your body's natural response to stress is a mechanism of survival. The body perceives stress, whether that be physical stress or mental stress, as a threat. And in order to combat this threat, our adrenal glands produce two key hormones, cortisol and adrenaline. Adrenaline increases your heart rate. The goal is to sustain blood flow and provide you with a rush of energy. Cortisol, this is most notable for being that, and I quote, stress hormone you might see in the headlines. It aids in shifting blood flow away from visceral muscles, so such as the blood flow within your digestive tract, and rather towards your brain, your larger muscles like your extremities. We call this overarching stress response, the fight or flight response. And it's your body equipping you with the tools needed to either stay put and fight a perceived threat or run from a perceived threat. So this response is a completely normal biological response that when under normal conditions, all of our bodies will tap into. But when these hormones are chronically elevated, such as with recurring stress, we might see some negative implications. Prolonged, elevated levels of cortisol have been associated with digestive irregularities and even menstrual irregularities. Overexposure, so that exposure to cortisol over a prolonged period might even damper our immune systems. A couple other responses to prolonged and chronic stress. Appetite dysregulation, most notable when dancers lose their appetite or drive to eat, poor stamina, overall irritability, and over-reliance on caffeine to feel like you need to stay alert, chronic sickness, chronic stress fractures, and as I mentioned earlier, those feelings of overwhelm or like you are hitting the wall, aka burning out. What are the most common stressors for dancers? So as I mentioned from a general perspective, We are either experiencing that physical stress or that mental stress. But in my work as a dietitian for dancers, there's definitely a subset of stressors that I notice to be most common amongst dancers. The first one, cross-training. Many dancers are introduced to cross-training with the intent and purpose to improve performance through enhancing endurance and increasing their strength. But some dancers, especially those more prone to a type A mindset and perfectionism might fall into patterns of over-exercising in addition to their already intense dance schedule. This is going to come up time and time again, but we need to remember that rest and recovery days are always going to be just as important as your dancing days and your cross-training days. And on that note, another very common stressor for dancers is whether or not their school, company, or program is going to provide a sufficient amount of rest and recovery for that dancer. With every class and every rehearsal, it is essential that we allow our body the time to recover from intense dancing. That's recovery from the physical stress I mentioned earlier, but this is super difficult when dancers are moving through performance seasons, competition seasons, and even summer intensive season. In fact, we often see a spike in physical injuries, such as with stress fractures towards the end of the summer after dancers have completed their bouts of summer intensives. And one of the most common reasons for this is those dancers just don't get enough time to rest and recover. And then the third major stressor amongst dancers, and this is a big one, especially for everything I do here at To The Point Nutrition, a dancer's fueling plan. Eating too few meals and snacks throughout your day. Now this could be a product from intentional food restrictions such as with dieting and even some, and I quote, wellness lifestyles like clean eating lifestyles, but also unintentional underfueling from busy and active schedules can cause dancers to either knowingly or unknowingly increase their body's risk to experiencing major stress and the overwhelm and fatigue that can come alongside it. A challenged relationship with food is major here because what we know is that when dancers are partaking in disordered eating behaviors or experiencing disordered eating or restrictive thoughts, The mindset strain that's often experienced is overwhelming in of itself and truly challenging that dancer's ability to focus and concentrate on their work in the studio. And I can't forget this major stressor that often spirals from this is the stress of body image. Experiencing overwhelming body dissatisfaction, poor body image, and even body dysmorphia can truly challenge a dancer's ability to flourish in their dancing. But many dancers find it challenging, not just to take the breaks that I'm encouraging, but also to even identify if, whether or not their fatigue is normal or teetering into that realm of overwhelm and even burnout. As I mentioned earlier, feelings of stress can ultimately contribute to feelings of overwhelm and fatigue. And if that dancer is experiencing a lack of an appetite, then underfueling is going to exacerbate this fatigue because the body is not going to have enough energy to get through its dancing successfully. A few signs that you can be on the lookout for, mental fog or the inability to think clearly, irrational thoughts or overwhelming anxieties. We often see this, by the way, because of the rise in social media. Setting unrealistic expectations for ourselves based off of what we might see as those highlight reels on social media can definitely play into and exacerbate the potential for those irrational thoughts and unrealistic goals that ultimately lead a dancer to feeling extremely stressed and overwhelmed. Also physical exhaustion, which is most challenging for dancers to identify because some degree of tiredness is normal especially if we are dancing most of our days and most of our weeks no matter how sufficient your meal plan is and no matter how well you are navigating through stressful situations it is likely that at some points you might experience tiredness but when that tiredness feels like true exhaustion and the mere thought of getting into the studio just seems unattainable then you'll want to reconsider Another red flag would be disproportionate reactions. In other words, overreacting to maybe minor stressors in life, such as drama in the studio. If you find that even small stressors are igniting a cascade of major overwhelm, then it's another red flag. We need to take a couple steps back. How about the topic of adrenal fatigue? So this is a question that often comes up with dancers, but I'm gonna debunk this head on and let you know that there is actually no sufficient evidence that proves adrenal fatigue is even a thing. But let me back up a little bit. What is adrenal fatigue? The theory states that our adrenal glands, as mentioned earlier, become overused, eventually resulting in functional insufficiencies. So in other words, they're not working right. But as I mentioned, it's a term that is often thrown around in the media to represent a compilation of symptoms. Some examples include unexplained fatigue, body aches, unexplained weight loss or weight gain, difficulty getting started for your day, brain fog, and even difficulty sleeping. So as you can imagine, a lot of these symptoms do align with feelings of stress and overwhelm. But this term adrenal fatigue gets a bit of clickbait on the internet and very often what I see as a dietitian are a lot of unqualified professionals offering nutrition support to help intervene upon adrenal fatigue. But I want this to raise a red flag for you because not only is adrenal fatigue not actually a thing, the research doesn't support this theory. So if you are looking for meal plan interventions to support stress and fatigue, and you're noticing specific diet interventions surrounding the idea of adrenal fatigue, I want you to proceed with caution. Very often, what I see as a dietitian, a lot of these interventions encompass clean eating behaviors, such as with the glorification of whole, unprocessed foods and the demonization of processed foods. If you follow me for quite some time, then you know I'm not a fan of clean eating lifestyles because of the all-or-nothing mindset that they often contribute to. And just an FYI, this all-or-nothing mindset, especially around food, is going to skyrocket stress overwhelm, especially as it relates to your relationship with food. Remember, disordered eating in of itself can be a major stressor for dancers. So we need to ensure whatever meal plan interventions we're encouraging, they don't spiral into restrictive disordered eating patterns. What about for dancers who eat when they're stressed? It's actually very common For some dancers to turn to food for comfort during times of heightened emotional triggers in fact there's nothing inherently wrong with this behavior but what i often see amongst dancers the use of emotional eating stems from some restrictive eating or restrictive mindset around food so in other words if you are attempting to partake in very strict regimented or stringent eating patterns at your baseline, then when these stressors do come about, you are likely to use food as a source of comfort because your body biologically needs the calories that it's making up for due to that previous calorie deficit. So, as I mentioned, there's nothing inherently wrong with using food as a source of comfort, but we also need to recognize that this source of comfort, it's extremely temporary. It's not going to be too productive for you in the long run. And if you are coming at it from that previous deficit, you are going to be more prone to behaviors like, and I quote, overeating or eating past a point of physical comfort. So what can we do to help navigate through stress, fatigue, and overwhelm in a way that is more productive? Well, first things first, when we are evaluating our dancer Fuel Plans, we are making sure that they are promoting adequate nourishment. Working alongside a licensed professional, a registered dietitian nutritionist, is essential especially if you feel like your current meal plan might not actually supporting your daily needs as a dancer. Getting in regular meals or snacks is gonna be incredibly important. And if you are prone to that diminished appetite during these times of emotional distress, then you're gonna to wanna to focus on proactive fueling methods. This is a technique that I utilize with the dancers I work with, whether they are experiencing heightened stress or they're just navigating through a busy dance schedule, proactive fueling helps to ensure that our bodies have what they need, even despite the lack of hunger cues. A couple other suggestions, journaling. I do this with all of the dancers in the Healthy Dancer Program. In fact, we utilize very specific guided prompts month to month to help us build better coping tools to navigate through stressful situations. This might mean speaking with your director, your school, your company about taking some time away and picking up a couple extra hobbies, usually not dance related, just to provide us with a bit of that exit to help navigate especially if dance is becoming more of the stressor for you. We also want to start to examine what those stressors are. If you're feeling stressed when scrolling through your social media feed, then we either need to take a break from social media or start to reevaluate who we're following. Unfollowing and muting accounts that are causing overwhelming self-doubt for you is a first and critical step. And last but not least, I also want you to look at your carb intake. Yes, your carb intake throughout your meals and snacks. I cannot tell you how common it is for dancers to either intentionally skip out on carbohydrate-rich foods just because of diet culture-related thoughts, or unintentionally not get enough of these foods in their meal plans. But carbohydrates are a very efficient energy source for our bodies, and when our bodies don't have enough of it, it's going to spike cravings, and rightfully so. This is your body's way of communicating its need for that replenishment. You might also experience a spike in cravings for carbohydrate-rich foods if you're not getting enough sleep. As I mentioned, carbs provide a really efficient energy source for our body. So if our body is deprived of sleep, then it's likely going to spike those cravings for carbohydrates in order to promote you to eat more foods that will provide it with energy. So not only are we evaluating our meal and snack plans and looking to see if we're getting an adequate amount of carbohydrate rich foods, but we're also reassessing our sleep hygiene and making sure that sleep rest and recovery are equally as prioritized on our day to day. i hope that you enjoyed today's chat. If so, give me a like, leave a review, and I will talk to you soon.